mean, the wedding, the family wedding ended really well and ended up with everybody, most everybody going skinny dipping in the pond. Outback. <laughs> I mean, I would say I'm tired, but that's an old trope at this point. <laughs> an old trope. I actually... I actually got on the flight. Yeah, I got on the flight home from the gigs this weekend. And the flight attendants were like, good morning. How are you? And I go, just look at them. And I go, you know what? I'm freaking tired. (laughs) I said that to them. And they they both were adorable. They were like, oh, my gosh, us too. Totally us too. It was like an instant connection connection Uh, anyway they're like um we weren't actually expecting a response from you (laughs) or no we're we're just meant to say this we can't actually give our true opinion of how we feel right of how this morning is i can't imagine being Mm -hmm. a flight attendant that would that's like such a different time zones different i know it's crazy yeah anyway but that that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about weddings of which we had at least two this weekend (laughs) Yeah, actually, in my book, so I didn't have an actual wedding that I that I sang at because... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we had a, a family wedding that was out of town, and so I would, did not join my band for their normal time, but I felt really bad because I got a text on Friday night before the wedding was supposed to happen with my band, and it was our manager pleading, can we please, just, is anybody available? Does anybody know of any female singers? Because the girl who was supposed to be my sub got COVID. And so oh, she, no. yeah, so she wasn't able to sub for me. And I, of course, am in Minnesota and I'm like, well, I, I can't help you. I'm, you know, six, seven hours away. Oh, that's a bummer. I know. So I, they, they ended up finding somebody in time, but I know it was a, a last minute fill in. So, ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, those are kind of the things that you don't expect. And it, and it doesn't have no. to be COVID. I mean, it could be anything like we talked about before, you know, another singer of ours who cut her hand and then mm-hmm. any type of sickness. But yeah, that's definitely something that as a bride and groom, you're going to be needing to be aware of. Like things might not always go as planned. It's going to be all right. <laughs> but just know nope. it might not always go as you think. Well, this week has been something with the kids. So we're getting ready to move out of this place and into our new place. People are going to think is, that you are just like, just we're, we're just repeating stories. If like I'm, we just recorded everything in one week because your story, your yeah. poor, like your timeline Life. of events. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. It's a con- If I'm not, if I'm in one spot for longer than six and a half days, it doesn't feel like summer. This is insane. Oh my gosh. But you're at the tail end of it, right? You're at the tail end. Yeah. The kids, so I don't let them watch YouTube because I hate YouTube. But Rose, my four-year-old, she like will not stop watching YouTube. She like, I'll I'll catch her. I'll like come home from dropping the kids off from school and Charlie's like eating breakfast and she has turned on YouTube. Lock that shit up, Suze. I know. Well, it's it's all kid. It's kid friendly, but I just hate it. I hate the stupid videos of kids opening toys. Yeah. I'm like, just play with your own toys. Stop watching other kids play with toys. Oh, I hate it so much. The constant it like switch, like you know, click and switch. Like they can't watch oh, something. They have it. to keep. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Yes. Anyway, so I told Rose, you are not allowed to watch YouTube. So every time I come in and catch her watching YouTube, I'm like, Rose. Why are you not obeying? And Aww. she's instant tears, Aww. you know, whatever. I just, my hands were wobbly and they accidentally clicked on it. Like, uh-huh, <laughs> okay. And then one time she said, I, I, she had a little kid iPad that we have and she was watching it on there. And I was like, Rose, you're watching YouTube, aren't you? And she just looks at me bewildered and goes, 
how did you know? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, Rose, you are not allowed to watch YouTube. And I'm going to have to start taking things away because you're not obeying. So oh, the next no. time I see you watching YouTube, you're not going to be allowed to watch any TV at all. And she looks at me and she just goes, no TV? <laughs> what? She goes, that's really heavy. <laughs> Stop she having come back. That. She meant like it's actually physically heavy. Like that would be difficult to move the TV. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. She was like totally confused. Like that TV is super heavy. How are you going to move it? <laughs> and with no for no TV, mom. Like, You're like for a second there, Rose. I thought you were really clever, but now I just yeah. see you're an idiot. <laughs> no, Rose. I'm just going to turn it off for sure. <laughs> and then, and then some night, I don't know. Some night I was giving them dinner, and I was I made this like really good sausage thing. Lily refused to eat the sausage. And I was like, honey, you don't know. You've never tried it before. You don't know. I really think you're going to like it. Yes, I did. I tried it like 12 years ago. And I go, well, you weren't alive 12 years ago, Lil. So <laughs> you didn't try it 12 years ago. Gotcha. Fine. 10 years ago. Oh, and I was like, nope, pie. still not right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we have all these little superhero capes. So there's a Spider-Man one, there's Superman, whatever. Mm -hmm. So they've been flying around with them, loving loving life. And all of a sudden they go up to my bedroom and in the middle of our bedroom floor. So they use Vaseline for like when they get chapped lips or whatever. Sure. It's just like always in the in the bathroom for them. They call it medicine. Cute. Whatever. Yep. In the Vaseline tub is just shoved a Spider-Man cape. I mean, it's big enough to cover their whole back. So it's big. How big is the Vaseline case thing? The Vaseline's like a normal size. Vaseline tub what? whatever so it's stuck it's like stuffed in I'm doing the motion with my hand right now like you can tell me <laughs> maybe we should it's start in this Vaseline. posting the videos of us so yeah. that people can understand <laughs> so only a little bit the tail end of the cape is, is able is actually sticking out the rest is just like squished into this Vaseline oh my thing God. so I go downstairs with this and I'm like guys guys <laughs> who put the Spider-Man cape I feel like every other week it's me going downstairs <laughs> to the kids being like guys who peed in the closet oh. who ate my letter who i don't know what like who, who put spider-man <laughs> <laughs> Who put the Spider-Man cape in the tub of Vaseline? And they all kind of looked at me sheepishly at some point, and I go, so I pull it out, and I'm like, how is Spider-Man supposed to fly around with a cape full of Vaseline? <laughs> oh. and, they, and they instantly just, because I didn't really care. You know, it's their, it's their cape, whatever. It's, they ruined it. Like, whatever. It's oh, not, my. It was skin off my back, but it was really funny. They started laughing. Oh, they that's like, so I don't, they still, I still don't know who it was. Oh, my god. I don't know who it was, but I'm like, guys. Your fault. Poor Spider-Man. Well, you know, when you take else. all their toys and you pack everything away and there's nothing left for them <laughs> to play with, I guess they go oh, no. straight to the medicine cabinet. I guess the next logical thing would be to shove your toys in Vaseline. Like that would be <laughs> that would be the next logical thing. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of ridiculous, I at this wedding that um, our family's wedding was up in Minnesota. And I love this side of the family. They are a blast. They're just really fun. And especially his aunt is like I've told Jack many times that I want to be her. When I am her, she is so much fun. She is the life of the party, for instance. So she also does not drink. So this not, is not fueled by any alcohol or anything. This is just straight personality. <laughs> they had a big bus for us to travel from the house to the wedding because it was about an hour away. Mm -hmm. And so like 30 of us pack into this big party bus and there are poles throughout the bus to probably to help people hang on. So Jack's aunt grabs the pole. We're all, we, we haven't even left for the wedding yet. And she's like, 
all right, to the wedding we go. And everyone cheers and claps and like throws up their drinks and whatever. And she grabs onto the pole and swings around like three times. And all of us were like, oh my gosh. Like she just is raring to go. One of those like set the tone for the rest of the night. And it was at a backyard. So it was really chill. I've never had this happen. I've never been to a wedding that was as kind of laid back and relaxed as this one was. But something that they did, which I thought was a great idea, was they had food trucks as their Mm. meal. So they had a pizza truck and they had a taco truck. And it was so good. Mm. And it was just like there was never a shortage. There wasn't really a line because they just put out like a buffet table of it. And then they just kept refreshing it. So it was so good for a backyard wedding. Totally. It's such a good option. (laughs) One thing, the more ridiculous part of the story circling back now, was at the rehearsal dinner we're all eating. There's like 40 of us in this beautiful beach house right on the lake. And I hear somebody say like one of Jack's cousins and be like, oh, the belly dancers here. And I was like, what? What? Wait, wait. I thought I, sorry. I thought you just said, I thought you just said belly dancer. What did you say? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, no, yeah. There's a belly dancer. I was like, there's "There's a a belly belly dancer dancer for the entertainment. Come again. What? So sure enough, a belly dancer comes in and does a routine in the middle of the kitchen with like That's amazing. It was amazing. Like my jaw was dropped and then I look around and I realize like everybody else loves it. And I'm just like am I just the only one that's shocked right now that there's a belly dancer in the middle of the living room? Oh my god. But she was I mean she was excellent and the my daughters of course were in awe and they she had like fans and she had ribbon dancer type things and so she was so sweet with the girls and there were some other little kids there too and she let them play with everything and then she was giving lessons to whoever wanted lessons so the bride went up there Whoa. and was like getting a brief lesson and some other aunts. Holy and cow. It was really fun and something I have never seen before was a belly dancer as the entertainment at a rehearsal dinner. This would never have been something that would have clicked in my head as to have like, oh yes, we should definitely get a belly dancer for the entertainment. Like (laughs) a trio, maybe a duo, like no, but a belly dancer and hey, and it worked. family wedding ended really well and ended up with everybody most everybody going skinny dipping in the pond <gasps> out back <laughs> <laughs> skinny dipping like not like underwear dipping but okay wear? i guess underwear skinny dipping wear. sure because it was supposed to be naked and some were but they oh, uh but yeah most, most had their underwear on. i don't know yeah. if i would be completely naked in front of family well they're all cousins so Still. like they, nobody cares. <laughs> I know. And they were like, "Come on, Allie. Are they boys or girls? Both." I was Come like, "Come on, Allie." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm good." Not even because of the of the nakedness, which I probably 50/50 would have gone in. The reason why I didn't want to go in was because the pond or the lake itself was like full of algae Ew. like there was a a film of like 10 feet from the shore into the into the lake that was just green Ew. The street green yeah, yeah. No and thanks. so I was like uh, no, no like thanks. you clean me a nice path out there and I will come out <laughs> and also I'm terrified of like leaves and muck in the middle of the night so no like, there might be a fish that comes and nibbles <laughs> on me no thanks it was hilarious they all were just like woohoo as like, it should be like, as man it should be. successful wedding right there <laughs> do go skinny dipping with your family <laughs> 
Well, I I had a pretty pretty non-interesting travel experience. I did see someone get led away in handcuffs, which Ooh, was at the, very exciting. Oh my, at the airport? At the airport. Oh yeah. My. They came out a side door and all of a sudden there's this big tall dude with handcuffs on. Obviously, I wasn't going to find out, like, go up to these cops and be like, what do you do? I was just going to say that is something you exactly would do. (laughs) It is something, but I I didn't. I held myself back this time. Just let it go. There's always this this feeling when you get on the plane and you have the row to yourself and it's almost (laughs) done boarding. And you're like, this row is so close. I'm in the back of the plane. I have this row to myself. This is going to be amazing. No. And then everybody files in and this the last woman sits in my row. Stop. I was like, great. But at least we were we were separated a little. So I was like kind of annoyed about that. But I was like, whatever. I have my Chipotle and I have my Diet Coke. And I'm just going to sit here in the seat and eat it. And it's going to be great. I'm going to watch a movie. No big deal. So I undo the, the Coke from the cap from my soda. And what do I do? Drop it. Drop the cap <laughs> of the full soda. It rolls like 12 rows in front of me. I was like, well. Great. That woman sat in my row, and now my cap is gone. It's disappeared under row 13. I don't know where this cap is, so I have a full thing of soda with no cap. I mean, obviously, you were going to finish it regardless, so. I was going to finish it, but I had just opened it. So then, like, a little bit into the plane ride, I had to go to the bathroom at some point after finishing my Coke and go into the bathroom. I lift up the toilet seat, and in goes my mask. Like, it was hanging off my ear because, like, obviously, if I'm alone, I'm going to take it off for like a half second. So you're like, going to be a rebel and can... take it off in the bathroom. <laughs> I did. I like took it off. It was hanging on one ear, lifted up the toilet seat, and was like, no, 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 no. Like, great. Oh, oh, I was in there. I was like, thought awesome. half a second. I was maybe going to reach in. It was like, what? No, absolutely oh, not. I'm reaching in and getting. Well, I was going to reach in to throw it away, not to like let it go down the toilet. Whatever. But I, I was think... like, this thing is is like jet fueled. It's got to be able to handle a mask yes. going in there. So I just. <laughs> Just left it. Yes. But the, the best part of this ride was the woman that sat in my row, the last woman. She kept looking over at me, and I was like, okay, I'm going to pretend she's not looking at me. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody right now. <laughs> I don't want to start a conversation. Usually that's my jam, but like right now, I just want to eat my, my stuff and watch my movie. Okay. <laughs> so she leans over at some point and just taps me on the arm. It's like, I'm so sorry. I just have to say, uh, are you Carrie Russell? Oh my gosh! And I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, oh, that is so. How nice. many times? But no, I'm not. I'm not Carrie Russell. I don't think Carrie Russell would be sitting in row 28. In, in <laughs> <coach>. <laughs> I was like, that is so nice of you to say, but no, no, I'm not. And she, I could have sworn you were Carrie Russell. I could have sworn it. It's like, well, I'm not. Just lowly old me. That how so many times you have been mistaken for Carrie Russell. It's so funny. Yes, I know. And I, I, which is weird because I really don't look like her at all. It's like, I, I think. think it's just like the curly hair, like the dark curly hair. Maybe. I have gotten I've gotten some like different people that they think I look like, but the most consistent one that I have oh, Brittany been Brittany Snow, for sure. No, not Brittany Snow. No, I can really? see I can see why you would say Brittany Snow. It's the chin. Yeah, it's the pointy chin. I've gotten that for like <laughs> not at all that I think uh, that I look like Jennifer Aniston. Not at all. But I have gotten that too. And I think it's also You've the, gotten Jennifer Aniston? Yes. I've never gotten Jennifer Aniston. I think it's only because of my like smaller mouth and lips and mm-hmm. chin. Like I think that's literally why. And because we're Greek. She's Greek, right? Is she? But yeah, I think so. Yeah. Make sure I'll double check that before I put that in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, the one person that I have gotten 10 times the blonde character from Blue Bloods, I have gotten so many times. Yes. They'd be like, you know that from that that cop show, Blue Bloods or whatever? I'm like, 
no, but I know exactly who you're talking about, even though I've never seen it. So that that is the one consistent one that I, I got I get all the time. Other than that, the coffee tasted like old cigarettes, but you know, whatever. Don't you know you're never supposed to get the coffee in airplanes? Why? Who cares? Because they I don't saw clean it. Yes, because I saw an article that said from flight attendants that were like foods to stay away from, and they were saying never get the coffee on an airplane. Well, because they I never now agree. they never clean the carafe that they get. They just like rinse it out and because you can't really clean it that well because they don't come off. Yuck. Yeah. No, no, no. People don't drink the coffee on planes. Bring your own. <laughs> All right. Fine. But other than that, everything went swimmingly. And since last week or two weeks ago, when I went to my brother-in-law's wedding where they had the song, Blame It on the Boogie, that was like the theme song. Apparently it's a thing at Dartmouth College to do blame it on the boogie and have this dance to it I cannot get it out of my freaking head and then it was stuck in our heads and ev- just periodically throughout the day he would just lean over and go boogie in my oh. ear and I'd be like great now it's in my head again yeah but the but the wedding was yeah. um it was so beautiful there was the they had the most magnificent marriage license I've ever seen it was like maybe a 20 by 20 probably bigger than that framed poster and it was all handwritten and um, it was gorgeous. It had this artist that they liked did it and drew all kinds of beautiful drawings around the outside, wow. the perimeter of it. And she she did the writing in cursive, um, the whole marriage license writing. Oh I got a goodness. picture of it and asked her if I could post it because it was so cool. So I will make sure to post it with this episode. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it was just beautiful. It was beautifully done. I thought it was that's really, a really cool. That's a really unique way to yeah. like honor your marriage that is mm-hmm. not... I've, I've never seen like usually you just no, see the I'd never people seen that with a picture of like on Facebook or on Instagram that has like we're getting married and that's it yeah you know? I don't even know where mine is <laughs> yeah it was gorgeous cool. you know as Maine goes the weather changes every five freaking seconds so when we got there it was 75 and sunny and humid <laughs> the second dinner started it downpoured it downpoured whatever for, like if they're <laughs> yeah, under exactly. a tent good they were under a tent. They got everything in, and it was hilarious. Kelly and I were telling the bride and groom their song to walk down the aisle to was "Here Comes the Sun," and their their first dance, which was when it was raining, was "It Feels Like Rain." <laughs> so it was like the perfect. <laughs> we said you guys couldn't have planned this any better. It's oh, amazing. That's funny. It was a really fun party. That's good. Mm-hmm. I know that from yeah. from pictures. Even though I wasn't actually there at our wedding, I saw my band co singers were sending me videos and pictures. They had it must have been a Jewish wedding. I guess was that one you like throw your ours was jewish too yeah a lot, a lot of jewish weddings happening but they a lot of jewish weddings, yeah, yeah they were doing the chairs lifting them on the chairs and stuff oh yeah and the poor doing faces yes something. the poor faces of these guys that are doing it were so heavy <laughs> i was the just best. oh my gosh oh. like i mean that's that's where the the camera should be focusing yeah it should not be focusing <laughs> on the bride and groom at the, on the chairs it should be focusing on the people trying to lift you know how i was gonna say 500 pounds collectively and i was like no no, no that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it probably feels like that every time ridiculous. you come down and there's like the pressure of 150 maybe pounds that are like you know pressing down on you every time you lift it up i know but but for real though you have usually like four dudes yeah. <laughs> so i forgot to tell you what I did recently 
and so exciting. Okay. I, I, okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I got to sing at the Milwaukee oh, Brewers game. Right. I got Fun. to sing the national. Yeah, I got to sing the national anthem for the Brewers game, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna yeah, make my way amazing. down all of the Milwaukee professional sports to sing the anthem, uh, and then I'm gonna yeah. try to keep going south and see if I can get into the Chicago area Cubs Ooh. and all that. That would be really cool. That would but, be cool. Yeah, it was wicked fun. I had uh, a friend who introduced me to the lady who schedules all that stuff. And she actually sent, my friend ended up sending the video of me doing the anthem for the Milwaukee Bucks game and sent that to the Brewers lady. (laughs) So she said, great. All right, you're scheduled. Are you free Thursday? I was like, oh my word, yes. So I've never actually, I know we did Fenway Park when you were Miss Maine. You brought all of us and we sang the anthem for a Red Sox game back in the day. That's right. Were... <laughs> That's right. That <laughs> was super I was, fun. It was. And I was thinking back on that. Like, you didn't have to ask us to do that at all. That was the reason you sang that day was because it was Maine Day at Fenway. Oh, yeah. Right? Because, like, obviously yeah. Maine does not have a professional baseball team. So mm-hmm. they were like, it's Maine Day. Miss Maine, you come sing the anthem. <laughs> and you were like, can I bring my sisters too? That's because I knew it was such a cool version. I was like, they'll love this. This will be great. We did the Dixie Chicks version of um, mm-hmm. the national anthem. So, yeah, that went well. But I read the buck. The, I mean, the Brewers game. I haven't been on a baseball field, like a major league baseball field in so long. And it was so humongous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's daunting how big this is it was really cool and jack my husband got to come down on the field with me they let him they gave us four tickets they let my husband come down so he could record it for me and um he was geeking out he was like (laughs) we ended up walking past the brewers dugout and they were like all in there and hater i think is how you say his name the pitcher he was standing there and he was like good job in the eyes and my husband was like thank you i was like oh yeah you did such a good job babe for all my hard work yeah (laughs) you nailed that babe nailed that one good job i think the best part of it was walking back up into the stands so from the field into the stands um a few people were saying you know good job good job and then slowly the entire section that i was walking up into stood and gave me an ovation (gasps) i know i like i honestly were like clapping and saying like how i was like i I almost can't look at you guys like i'm too embarrassed right now like thank you so much but I wasn't expecting it, and it was so sweet. I was like, Aww. good Lord. Can I please come back and do this yeah. again? This oh, that's like, very nice. Yeah, it was really it was really cool, and then we got to watch the game. And Yeah, the only – I've been on two – when we visited our sister in Atlanta, she took us to a, an Atlanta Braves game, and which was just – the baseball stadiums are so cool. Um, yeah. But at the end of this game, they allowed the kids to run around the bases – which wow. in hindsight, yeah, which was really cool, except how many thousands of kids do you think were at that game? A lot. Was, yeah. So well, by the time, I'm yeah, surprised the time they we, would even let like kids potentially damage the field. I mean, they, they were so militant about where the kids could even be on the okay. field. Was, you know, those guys in big spiky cleats running around aren't going to do any more damage than some kid in tennis shoes running around. Well, <laughs> running yeah, around yeah, yeah. I mean, the they field. didn't want me to step on the grass. Like, Oh, when... totally. They didn't let anybody. They they uh, okay, led us yeah. around the warning track in the outfield. And like Jack or Elena, one of them, wandered close to the grass. And they were like, hey, 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 hey. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, they were very, they did not want anybody touching so you the guys grass, ran so. around the warning track? They led us around the warning track to first base. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, it was cool. You wait all that time. You might as well be able to walk around the field. But 
Oh my gosh. So Elena is my, obviously the eight-year-old that's very athletic. And Jack also is athletic and he was running around. Oh my God, this is like the saddest thing. I can't show him this episode. He'll be so sad because it was so (laughs) freaking funny. But he, oh my gosh. So he gets, we wait for like an hour and a half in this line. It was so long. Wow. We finally get to the field and Jack, Elena just beats it, runs around the field, no problem. She's got sneakers on, but Jack has sandals on. And he was run and he has like a pile of change in his pocket. There's a pile. Like enough so that like when you walk your pocket goes first. Like he's just so much change in his pocket. So he starts running. He gets to he where did he get he got to second base. He gets to shortstop and his shoe falls off. His sandal comes off. And of course, there's like kids just like you're in a line of running kids. Like kids are like kind of go around him. And so he like gets his other shoe. And obviously, he's a little embarrassed. He gets his shoe on. He runs like three more steps. His other shoe falls off. I was like, oh, my. I'm standing there like recording like, oh, this is this is bad. Elena's already home. Elena's like already Lily. I think Lily passed Jack. He gets his shoe on. Obviously, he's embarrassed. He takes like two more steps. The change comes just flying out of his pocket all (laughs) over the field. So it was like quarters and nickels and dimes and like all over. And the staff at that point runs over to him to help him pick up all of his change. Oh, no. Like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Why would they do that? Totally. I mean, a ball ball hits one of those quarters and it's going to go in another direction. So they're all like, and he is just so embarrassed at this point. Just, and I am like, this is, this is bad. This is going to be bad when he gets back to home plate. (laughs) There's nothing I'm going to be able to do to make him feel better about this in front of, you know, thousands of kids. And so he walked the rest of the way home. Like to home plate. I would have too, Jackson. I would have too. I didn't, I didn't, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's like, he's tried. He's, he's done it three times. Everything on his lower half is falling off. So I don't know. <laughs> if he keeps running his pants, I'm going to go next. All right. <laughs> There's only one other thing that can fall off here. So he, he just walks home and I just was like, kind of gave him a pat on the back and he kind of shrugged me off and we just like walked back. I was like, oh God. Oh, buddy. It was funny the first time that I was like, oh, this is going to scar him for life. <laughs> he's going to be, he will remember this for his life. Yeah. Yeah, he probably will. But you know what, Jackson, if you're listening, we all have those moments. Believe me, I have many of those moments. And now you just got to laugh about it. It becomes a much funnier story a a little bit later. You could say something like, Allie, like, you know how many times I've fallen over speakers? Do you know how many times? (laughs) So many. Trying to forget that one, but you can either make a joke of it or you can forget it. How about that? Yeah. Before yeah. we wrap up all of our fun times, um, I would like to make this the somber moment of the podcast. And I just wanted to say a little something about a fan of mine. Um, like Allie and I have said before, it's always wonderful to have people that love to come to your shows. And this man in particular, his name was Dick Bashaw, and he recently passed away back on September 16th. And he tried to come to everything of mine. And sometimes you don't understand the impact that you have on people. And when Dick turned 70, back in COVID, COVID times, his friend asked me to send a little video, happy birthday video. And this was basically the first time that I had realized that this man was such a super fan. 
And so I was happy to do it. Sent him a little, you know, 30 second video saying happy birthday. And that's like your first little cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And he was so sweet. Sorry. And did you say that you did know him? Did you not? I didn't. I didn't know him. I I knew that um, just from, you know, Facebook messages from his friends and family that was like, oh, you know, we love coming to your shows and, you know, we're going to try and make it. And it's one of those things where like you've never met them and you meet a lot of people at your shows. You don't necessarily remember the first time. But after as shows went on, I would start to remember these this group of people that would come and and Dick would come if he could. But the last show that he was desperately trying to get to was the James Bond show that I had talked about a few episodes ago. His friend Judy was saying, you know, we're, we're going to try and make it if he feels OK. We're going to try and make it. He'd love to see you. And I was like, oh, you know. I would love to see him if he comes great. And he ended up being too sick to make it to that show. And then a few weeks later, he passed away. So I just wanted to just wanted to tell um, his family how much I appreciate their support as basically a no name person like myself appreciates the people that come to the shows and are touched by the little thing that you and I do, which is singing at shows or singing at weddings or funerals or whatever it is, whatever it happens to be. We're, I'm so grateful that I could have that tiny impact on his life and be a little light of joy for him. So anyway, to Dick Basha, oh. I hope you rest in peace and... See you on the other side. You're going to make me cry right now. That is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Susie, I, I know that you know that I've been talking about adding some music into our podcast since we are wedding singers and we don't just want people to believe that we are. We want to show them that we are. And so I think maybe with Dick's passing, this would be a perfect time to start that start that tradition. I think you're exactly right, Allie. So, Dick, this song is from uh, my one and only album called First Dance. It's the Susie Pepper Quartet. And it's Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. And this one's for you. There's a bright golden haze on the meadow golden haze on the meadow the corn is as high as an elephant's eye looks like it's climbing clear up to the sky oh what a beautiful morning oh what a beautiful i 
Go! Mm-hmm. 